Oh, Billy. Hello. Oh, oh, accent week are we doing? No, nope, that's not it. I like more, sir. Oh, yeah. Hey there, mate. How you doing? All right, that got offensive. No, I'm trying to find it. Are you Eliza Doolittle now? I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to put it in place. It's old-timey Oliver days, you know? I thought I thought we'd play the overture. Maybe we could sing along. We'd do a little medley. Get our singing and song voices warmed up. Our, our oh, human. I sure would like a cup of that stew. Oh, a cup of tea there. Uh, in it. Sure would like a crust of that bread. Yeah. They don't really eat a lot of food in this movie, do they? Uh, they have the girl. Well, the, the old guys do in the oh, orphanage. Oh, yeah. Those guys the overseers. The, feast, the, the magistrates. Lords. Oh, yeah, they're having a fucking... Really? They were used to really have it good back then. Yeah, oh, dude. Dude, if good... you could get 30 to 40 orphans grouped in one home, I thought make that a overture, killing. I don't want to interrupt your your genuinely enjoyable riff, but I thought the overture was going to play snippets of the songs and we could be like, consider yourself. And... I thought that that's what we were doing. Oh. 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 I mean, we've definitely passed fair use by now. Yeah, no. All right. Well, that was a... Consider yourself forewarned. Consider yourself. You've stumbled upon private property. That'd be fun. That's yeah. just my neighbors. We're recording in the backyard We're balcony. Outside, baby. We're talking a little Oliver. We're talking about the trials and tribulations. Why of a should boy I worry? Growing up with parents. Why should I care? It's, living on the streets. It's uh, it's 1989's Oliver and Company today in the balcony. Finding love in the arms of strangers. More about this movie about cartoon dogs after this. I think you watched the wrong one. I don't think so. <laughs> Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony, a balcony. Two boys in a balcony, in a balcony. Welcome Bitty back, my friend. There. Hey, consider yourself welcomed into the family. It's me, Sean Sullivan. Oh, like the mafia. Like, yeah, like La Cosa Nostra. Oh, you come to me on this, the day of... Do you, you think know. Do you think the Eiffel Dodger had to, to enter into some kind of blood oath with... Um, to get that jacket, I think oh, he would have. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and that yeah. top hat. You don't yeah. just get those. No, why would they make those? Why would they, I was watching it, and I was going... Why would you ever dress a kid like this kid? He's dressed like Uncle Sam on the Dude, 4th of July. and that's like, that is uh, fitted. Yeah, it's tailored. fitted to his body. Tailored. And that's a growing boy, so that's... Yeah. That you, leads you to believe that he's got money. That thing's going to be replaced in a year. His arms you know, are going to be imagine, sticking out. Imagine going in and letting a gentleman size you up and then make the clothes for you. Oh, I, I did that one time. buying them off the rack. Yeah, one time, obviously. There's hey, funerals, hey, there's I, weddings. Well, I bought a suit at that. It was the worst suit I ever bought. I went to a men's warehouse. I think it was a men's warehouse. And there was like an old fucking suit guy the first time. I'm the old suit guy. Let me get this tape measure. He's got his tape around. He's got, oh, let me pin this and this and this. And then I went in the next guy, and there was this very charismatic, like, uh, great salesman. This kid was fucking, he sold. And you bought way too much of a suit. He's like, he's like, now let me me ask you, brother, you got a belt? I go, I do. I got a belt. He goes, oh. Let me ask you if you just got ethnic on, he was, that, on that salesman there. I mean, he was a he was an African American. It gentleman. sounded like you got ethnic. What do you mean ethnic? Well, you said brother. The way you said brother. That's what he said. That's a quote. How much did you spend on your suit? 
It was a couple. It's probably like uh, at the time it was probably like three hundred bucks, which was crazy back then, <laughs> yeah, right? Like holy shit, I can't spend three hundred dollars on clothes. What are you planning on spending? Bucket a quarter tops. Oh boy, I guess then I'm... he just, then he, this dude started talking about pocket squares. Yeah, he's like, brother, what kind of shoes you gonna be wearing? Well, I didn't that's know. what I was talking about. What you just did right there. Because well, that's, that's how we talked. All right. Brother, what kind of shoes you talking But that's about? what I'm saying, what you're doing right now. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm doing, it's about. intentional. All right. I'm intentionally right. putting I'm just up. making sure that you know it. But I don't see color. Because we're, we're all hearing it, We're I think. all one people. But, all right. But, man, he got me. Oh, dude, he fucking, he put his commission. I mean, you don't see color because your eyesight's very bad. You wear no. glasses. Yeah, I'm you just see shapes. Mostly. Totally blind. Uh, shout out to uh, a friend, uh, uh, the two uh, nurses that uh, we met at the show on Thursday who brought a blind person to the show who entered right as I was putting my set together and I was like, ooh, can I do my 15 minutes on Helen Keller? And I did. Uh, they Did you get them to subscribe to the podcast? Do you think nope. they're really going to hear this? No. You didn't even mention the pod. Not Why even are we once. shouting them out? I'm not, not even entirely even. sure they ever learned my <laughs> not name. Not even once. We hung out for the evening. We did some karaoke afterwards, me and Sham Sabarama. Now, let me ask you. Did you say that you, I saw I saw a couple of videos of that? But let me ask you. Are you telling me that you did Helen Keller jokes? So You're telling me that you were in the, in the year 2022, the year of our Lord, 2022. I, I will tell you that here's the, con, here's, the, here's the premise of the joke. And I can't believe I didn't tell you this story. I mean, hopefully happened. the premise of the joke is this is a uh, this is a bad joke i won't you can listen to this on song and dance man 2 coming next year who I still knows i think you should call it sean silly the return of sean silly man sean and dance man sean and dance man uh my wife's niece uh my kids are doing the wax museum at school they had to pick a famous person to do a research report about who would you pick who did i who would i pick who would you pick uh, I would pick, you know, somebody fucking Lee. I, you know, I honestly, I'd pick like John Candy or some. some yeah, guy I, wanted he, to I bet about. he would have a good wax statue. Yeah, oh, yeah. you want to pick somebody that has an impressive wax statue? Yeah, and I, I don't want to, I don't want to stretch the. I don't, I, you know, I'm using my own clothes. I'm not going out and buying a fancy costume. So I feel like I could put a John Candy together. You've already spent three hundred dollars on a suit once so in much. your life. <laughs> you don't gotta, you don't gotta relive that. Yeah. Uh, so my son's doing Shigeru Miyamoto. My w- daughter's doing the Queen of England. And then we were reading the suggested names that they gave us, and my wife's—I said Helen Keller out loud, and my wife's niece said that she did. She didn't think that she existed. Oh, she thought she was just a bit. She's a Helen Keller denier. I don't like that. It's—it's it's fucking weird, and it's been—it's been about four weeks. Like, is she saying that she thought that she was just someone she's made just up a for a story? Yeah, she's like, she's or is like, she saying like, no? It's I like do, I refuse to believe. Who it. are the fictional people in your life? Santa Claus, the Tooth Fairy, Uncle Sam, Helen Keller. Like these are all characters that the Easter Bunny. These are all things that we we have to teach kids. And I was like, we're watching. We can watch a video about it. But uh, she didn't. She didn't think Helen Keller was real because at one point, for twenty minutes in the fifties, somebody let Helen Keller fly the plane while she was flying to England. And so she thought that was impossible for her to have done. And uh, thus, she didn't exist. Is that true? Did that really that happen? Is, yeah, that's a true fact. While she was over the Atlantic Ocean, someone Are put... Are you sure you're not thinking about Amelia Earhart? That's what I said, but nope. We looked it up, and it is a fact about Helen Keller is that for 20 minutes, somebody let her think she was flying a plane. <laughs> she wasn't really in control of the plane. Well, She's I mean, once you're up there, what's going to happen? Andrew, it's not, that's what I keep if saying. If you're holding the steering wheel right. in the air, right. you're flying the fucking plane, dude. So that's those are my Helen Keller jokes, and I was worried if I could do those in front of an actual blind. Yeah, person. you should probably just cut them anyways. 
Well, if I do that, then I don't because really have... Because of them not being quality jokes. No, Bill, these jokes are fucking killing. Are they killing? They're oh, doing yeah. really good. A lot yeah. better than you would think... It turns out a from lot... From your reaction on the podcast. Though, oh, right? yeah, I'm not really selling me. them. I'm not selling them. I'm not giving you the fucking material. You guys go buy a ticket like everybody else. You're not else. even standing up right now. You're not You're not even practicing the craft. No, dude, I'm sitting down. Do you like, like to call it practicing the craft? Oh, you say I, no, I, say my, I call it my art. It's my know, art. I got to get up there and do, do my art. Craft implies that, like, you're building, you know, fucking squaring uh, corners, It implies that you're making bear in your tub. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm doing art, so it's a, if it's a little sloppy, You're painting that's, with these words. I'm the artist. You know, I'm just throwing shit on a canvas, yeah. seeing what happens. You're painting with these slurs that have fallen out of your mouth. <laughs> yes, I sure am. And I, I, and the thing is, is that some of the slurs, they're not even, they're new concoctions. So you can't Some of even, them are just not even words. You just like to make up your own slurs. Some of them are just hateful sounds. It just sounds like it would be a slur, I mean, but a it's lo- not. I, 85% of the stuff that comes out of you sounds like it's a little bit hateful. All right. 90% when it's directed towards me. <laughs> that is typically true. I want to apologize. I got a, I, I, I got a little bit of the scratchy throat today. You got today. the allergies? I, I think it's a My combination of allergies. Crazy. And uh, I sang uh, Higher by Creed, and I feel like uh, I'm being punished by God. Yeah. Uh, did really, you warm up before you did that? No, you built right into it. No. Me and uh, me and the aforementioned Sham Subramani, Subramanian. You're doing so many shout-outs on this podcast today. It's really it's just almost like, yeah. He's got that's like his third or fourth. He doesn't. Nobody listens. I don't know why we're doing this show at all. We're doing it because we love film. That's why we're doing it. Is that why? I mean, why? I mean, we enjoy talking to each I other. I thought it was a money laundering thing at this point. Yeah, I would love to see that money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Clean. Press. I mean, it's still at the laundry right now. Yeah, yeah, but. yeah. I sure, I sure would love to see that money going in or coming out. Yeah, one, one or the other, either yeah. way. Usually, we have to uh, typical money laundering scheme. Uh, we are involved somehow. Nothing typical about us, though. Nope, we do things. Not we typical about the balcony. You see us marching, you're going. What beat are they marching to? Yeah. Our own, our own beat. That's what we're marching to. We we subcontract out money laundering. Yeah, we just said fucking send that shit overseas. All these riffs are high quality. I think they're fucking good. Much better than that Helen Keller thing you're doing. Stop, stop. 1968. Oh my goodness. The Can films. You... Uh yeah. Of dude. 1967. Uh, Nine. Where are we? 69. Yeah. Why don't I do that? Because I have all you the do it. In front I have of no me. idea what's happening. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're here. We're talking the 41st. 41st. Finally legal, huh? 41st airborne. years ago. Finally legal. The 41st? I'm sorry. Do you think the age of consent starts at 41? No, I'm talking about the... Or is that... To rent a car is 25. Yeah. That's the most important one. We're past that one. They let you have a gun earlier. They let you drink earlier. They let you smoke cigarettes. Yeah. But they go, you gotta be 25 to rent a car. Yeah, I do. Because this is... This is important stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got to get this the, is a loaned vehicle. You got to get the supplemental insurance. This is a 2007 Toyota Tacoma. Yeah, we this, can't just. Yeah, I don't. You can't just can't come give in, this to a 24 year old. Some 22 year old is gonna come in and just rent. He's just gonna rent a base model. <laughs> 2013 Honda Civic. Complete. Oh, do you want the Honda Civic, but you're only 22? Com- I don't fucking think Everything so. Everything is completely plastic, no color, cloth seats. I can't just give that away to yeah. some child. Yeah. Well, I bet you want a CD player in it, too. Mm. They too still make CD players, or am I just am I thinking of older cars? Uh, my car. You got a pretty new car. Huh, yeah, you're, I you're doing don't pretty well. 
You said uh, we're gonna yeah, get no a new CD player. Yeah, no CD player. We put in an aftermarket radio. Oh, I can't. I, but I don't think the, is it blau punked? What's that? Is it a blau punked? No, it's a, some kind of Sony. I needed that. I needed the Apple CarPlay for the GPS. You know, you just get used to these things, these yeah, little luxuries. You know what? Yeah. I like to see the little map. You know. Play my podcast, my songs. I like to see the things. You like I, like to to see, I like to see. I like to. I'm sorry. I'm not, once I'm not afraid We've to already say. spoken about how. I like to look at things. So <laughs> sue me. I didn't realize that was a crime, looking at things. I didn't know I was going to be on trial for opening my eyes and viewing the world. But well, I guess that makes me turns a, out, some sort of sex as criminal. As it turns out, well, I don't know about the sex criminal part. No, well, that's that's what the charges are going to be. Well, no one's charges ever, are really. Nobody ever gets usually beef them up. There's never a misdemeanor looking charge. Yeah, they so try to make something. it really yeah. bad. Yeah, so they're going to be like, yeah, you were looking and at. jaywalked across the You were looking at little it. kids. I was like, yeah. I was at a youth baseball game. They were my kids. They were my children. I'm allowed to. Uh yeah, so we're we're April fourteenth, one day before tax day, nineteen up top. I don't think there was a tax day back then. Sixty nine, nice. We're at the forty first Academy Awards in April nineteen sixty nine. Nice, look at that. Summer of love, baby, coming down the pipe. Coming up the pipe. Coming out of the pipe. So much love. Right, shut it off. Okay. Uh, we got some uh, bips and boops. This is the first time that the Academy Awards are at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. Oh, Dorothy Chandler from uh, the Golden Girls. I think that is... Is that yes. right? Is that the... Fr- uh, Chandler Bing's mother from uh, yeah. Most mothers usually give their surname as well. The, if it's the hyphenated first name to their child, if it's hyphenated, Sean, <laughs> you shit, you fucking moron. fucking show your fucking ignorance a little well, bit more. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna read you. Hyphenate their names. If you're, if only your Wi-Fi could work and that's better. Sometimes families have two names. Six hundred feet from really? your router. Are you tell me my Wi-Fi is working right now. I'm not getting spotty reception. Are you even it. hooked up right now, dude? I'm hooked up. Mall hooked up. Uh, excuse me. I mean, I'm getting full reception out here, Sean. Ah, so uh, all of I'll shut my Wi-Fi off. See if it increases your chances. Oh, I should do that, but uh, in emergencies and stuff. Oliver is the only Best Picture winner to receive a G rating prior really? to winning the award. What? Well, good for them to be wholesome like that. And it's the last musical to win until Chicago in 2002. And I think it should have been the last musical ever to win. Ever? I n- I haven't seen Chicago. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long in time. In 2002. And I'll tell you, it was mostly because I was still reeling from 9-11. You were so upset. You really took I it hard. I didn't watch a movie until like 2012 you after took that. It, you took it hard. You took it very yeah. hard. Look, there's a nice cardinal right over there. Yeah, don't look at him. Okay. It's a deceased relative. Oh, my God. They come back. Yeah, come that's back a, to visit you. Dude, is that a thing you guys do in your household? Because my, my, Kill our relatives so they my wife's family and... is convinced that uh, the number of cardinals are our deceased relatives spying on them. It's uh, it's not something that we're convinced about, but it is a it, it is a thought that passes around. It's just a fun it's just a fun excuse to throw rocks at cardinals. Oh, you son of a bitch! Look where you went. <laughs> we could have had a beautiful moment on the podcast for once. One fucking time. I don't know why that made me laugh so and you're hard. You throwing rocks at the, at my. I would never throw a rock at a cardinal. My aim is throwing very rocks at my mother-in-law. My aim is very poor. I don't think it's my actual 
mother showing up to see me because she passed away so long ago. Prior to the invention of the Cardinal, which, of course, we all know was invented in 1983. When they moved to St. Louis. Uh, I'm trying to find out who this Dorothy Chandler bitch is. All right. You didn't have to be disrespectful about it. What the fuck are you, Dorothy Chandler? She's got a pavilion. She's got to be somebody. She's yeah. got to be doing well enough to have a pavilion. I do believe that they had the Academy Awards here. Uh, Yeah, from 1969 to 1987. 88, oh, 89. Run. 88-89, they took off. Then they were back in 90. 92 to 94. 96 and 99. Now it is... uh. Uh, the no, Walt Disney I... Concert Hall. Oh, is it? Yeah. Is it in Anaheim? No, it's in right in downtown Los Angeles. Is it in downtown Los Angeles? Yeah, which is the part of L.A. that no one goes to because there's nothing cool there. It's just all fucking office buildings, and it looks like downtown Boston. Yeah. It sucks. Um, when you think of L.A., you think of so the like Hollywood the Sony Hills. Building? No, no, because that's like on the Sunset that's by the Strip, walk right? Of fame, right? No, no, that's where you think of. That's not downtown Hollywood. Downtown Hollywood is literally like the business section, where it's like banks and office. Hey, that's buildings. downtown, baby. Downtown. Uh, this is the only year that there was a tie for best actress. Uh. What do they do? Do they give it out to both of them, or do they make yeah. them do a tiebreaker stunt? <laughs> tiebreaker task. Yeah, they had to uh, flip over beer coasters <laughs> the fastest while not looking. I would have flipped the table over. I was listening to the podcast. Somehow I think I may have turned the episode off. Sometimes when I'm watching Taskmaster, I don't really care about the last moments. Yeah. So when the live tasks ends, I'll just go, oh, I know who won, and just go click. So I think I have to go back and watch that one where they did a tie this season. Yeah, but it's nice to catch the end because when Greg this. goes, what did we learn this week? And he yeah. does this funny little bit. Yeah. Oh, this 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 last week was great because uh, have you seen it yet? Yeah. Yeah. When Sophie Duker sticks her face in the pudding. Yeah. Wonderful. I thought the Dude, uh, when uh, Judy Love brags about borrowing a dog <laughs> and she's like, that's the kind of life I have. I can just borrow a dog. Um, the uh, her, and when she says Ruby Cubie, <laughs> make a sculpture completely edible sculpture and then eat it it's very much like the uh the sandwich this episode was a dud it was a dud. i don't i wouldn't say it's a dud but i was really disappointed in that one that it was not better yeah because uh that sandwich one is still the one thing that has been did. one thing that has been uh happening in my house is uh walking around doing the chris ramsey no way no way <laughs> it's so funny yeah it's really good no, is this your show? <laughs> no, no way. way. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I don't know what that Jordy. What I don't know what Jordy means. It's just uh, it's a region, Scottish right? or uh, something like that. Yeah. No way. Because he goes into that fucking Scottish brogue or whatever the fuck he's got to. Yeah, and once he talks fast, and they go, nope, yeah. and no clue. Nobody yeah. has any idea what you said. Uh, Catherine Hepburn and Barbara Streisand they tie for best actress. Uh, Catherine Hepburn uh, no shows the awards because she's still. Uh, Mourning the loss of her, her long partner the year Except before. Except for the, the lion in winter. The lion in winter, correct. Uh, I didn't see that. Hepburn uh, also became the second actress and the third performer overall to win an acting Oscar two years in a row because she won the year before for... Um, what was it last week? Oh, Guess who's coming Sonic. to dinner? 
Uh, she joins uh, Luis Rayner for the She's great Ziegfeld out. and the Good Earth, and her partner Spencer Tracy for Captains Courageous and Boys Town. What is her? Does she still hold the record for most uh, most best wins. actress? Yes, I do believe so. Um. And I don't have that in front of me. I think it's like 11 or something, right? Uh, I don't think she won 11. 540? Yeah, I think it was 540. Yeah, shit. Oh, shit, yeah. No, look right here. It's fucking uh, all of them. She won Best Director for Jurassic Park. Weird. Uh, Cliff Robertson. But deserved. One of the better ones. Uh, Cliff Robertson wins Best Actor for a film called Charlie. Remember last week we talked about Dr. Zool, uh, Dr. Dr. Zoolittle. That's a better name for it, to be honest <laughs> That would have been a great name. Because of the, it, all dude. the animals on yeah. account of the animals. Uh, yeah, because, you know, him dude, just walking it's around, so it stupid is like... that they call the Dr. Doolittle now. And it's like, yeah, you have you are a little zoo. Dr. Especially, Zoolittle. Especially a year after My Fair Lady. Yeah. Like, we just had the Doolittle Come thing. on. You can't come back come with on. the same fucking name, jerk. Oh, fuck, dude. Speaking of Dr. fucking Doolittle, a fucking turkey is in oh, the Oh, it's yard. Dr. Zoolittle. Oh, uh, I fucking hate turkeys. There's usually, there's usually about seven of them back here, Sean, so you're going to be pumped. They won't hurt you as long Couple as you... A couple of turkeys in that pick. Dude, oh, you son of a bitch. Oh, I'm not fucking I think around. he just zunged me. I zinged when I was supposed to what? zing. Uh, just don't try to avoid any direct eye contact with them. Okay. You should be good. Uh, oh, there's three of them in your car right now. Yeah, Cliff Robertson uh, for the film Charlie. Cliff Robertson, uh, most famous for playing Uncle Ben in the first Spider-Man film. Um, the performance, the movie got a mixed reception from critics and audiences. And uh, when he won the award for best actors, it engendered some controversy. Less than two weeks after the ceremony, Time magazine mentioned the Academy's generalized concerns over excessive and vulgar solicitation of votes. And said many members agree that Robertson's award was based more on promotion than on performance. I mean, that's what Doolittle was, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I th people are starting to catch on to that shit. Uh, there was some more controversy because uh, on Oscar night, Johnny Carson and Buddy Hackett uh, did a sketch during the Tonight Show uh, that was recorded before the awards ceremony. The awards must have not always been on a Sunday or something, where they did that uh, Karnak where they predicted the awards. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, they cheated. They knew. They knew. They know. So they accurately, like, they they predicted that Oliver would win and that um, Jack Albertson would win Best Supporting Actor. And people were like, oh, this is a fucking fix is on. The fix is Carson new. Because I guess it was out of question that Oliver was going to win. I mean, I don't think it's that big of a leap. Uh, Catherine Hepburn wins for The Lion in Winter. Barbara Streisand for Funny Girl, they win Best Actress, Best Supporting Actress. This is a great award. Goes to Ruth Gordon. Oh, Ruth Gordon. Rose Mary's Beat. Yeah, what a snub, though, that movie got, huh? Uh, number Did of Plans snubs. Polanski already didn't do his uh, dirty deeds, right? Uh, that was after this? I think it was after this, yeah. Because this is the year that uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Dude, Rosemary takes ba place. Rosemary's Baby is such a fucking good movie. Uh I don't know where all of my fucking tabs weren't. Where's my fucking... I need the spreadsheet. What the fuck? Holy moly. We don't even have the spreadsheet. No, because I had all the snubs. Flying I have the, You the had them all. You sent them to me, but I can't go that far back. I'll go. The snubs, the snubs are fucking wild yeah. this week. It made me physically ill. 
Uh, so Rosemary's Baby does not uh, get nominated for Best Picture. It does get nominated for Best Supporting Actress. And I'm just checking to see if Mia Farrell got nominated. She did not. Uh, and does it even get a screenplay? It should have got a screenplay. But Ruth Gordon won Supporting Actress. For she her. won but Supporting Actress as the neighbor. Um, it was... Always feeding her placenta yeah. and shit like that. F- wonderful film. Just a, wonder- a wonderful film. It got nominated for Best Screenplay based on material from another medium. Did not win. Was uh, that just a book? Novel? Yeah, Rosemary's Baird is a uh, novel by Ira Levin. Uh, some more snubs. Uh, the film The Battle of Algiers, which I've always wanted to see. It's a big old socialist uh, fucking kill the government movie. I've never seen it. Uh, the Odd Couple and the Producers do not get nominated. Odd Couple's great. And the Producers is... Producers is great. Fantastic. And this is the big one, in my opinion. Uh, 2001, colon, A Space Odyssey gets one award for visual effects, and it gets a screenplay nomination, but no director... Oh, and he gets a director nomination, but he doesn't oh, he did. He did get a director nomination. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, not... That's pretty wild. Fucking insane. Best director goes to Carol Reed for Oliver. Do you think that they just thought, no, space travel will never happen. This is ridiculous. Yeah, they're like, 2001, we're not going to make not it even to that reach shit. that. It's 1968, you dumbass. Yeah, the Cuban Missile Crisis was five years ago. We're what still worried about idiot. it. idiot. This guy's making 2001. It's fucking 1960. Yeah, fucking dumb, fat British guy. And then he's from New York. And that's even more confusing. What's he from? New York, UK. Yeah. What is he from? Old York. <laughs> dude, you're so roasted, quick, dude. I roasted that. You were so quick. Take that, you dick. If you had been at these Oscars and you had said something like that, oh, dude, fucking I, I the lights would have shut off. I got a host of these awards. Who is this Dorothy Chandler? Bit? What the fuck was that, dude? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'll take a Claritin when I get home. I'm all fucked up. I could see you standing up on the stage going, who the hell is this Dorothy Chandler And another bitch? one. Of <laughs> the nominees for the 1969 Academy Awards. Funny Girl, directed by William Wyler. William Wyler. The story of the life of comedian Fanny Bryce, from her early days in the Jewish slums of the Lower East Side to the height of her career with the Ziegfeld Follies, including her marriage to an eventual divorce from her second husband, Nick Onstein. Barbara Streisand, Omar Sharif, uh, K. Medford, Walter Pigeon. This movie fucking ruled. I disagree. I thought it was awesome. I disagree. I got halfway through it. Yeah. Fucking dumbass. Dude, I just, uh, like, I don't know if it's just, like, we went through the whole Ziegfeld thing, and I just, I have yeah. no, I have no affection for, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Ziegfeld Follies or any of that no. shit. Yeah, no, no, I know. I get it. This is, this is, this is one that I would, was not expecting to enjoy, yeah. but I love William Wyler. This movie completely uh, demystified Barbara Streisand for me because for my whole life I've been like, why is this fucking idiot famous? Oh, Barbara Streisand's fucking great. Well, I'd never dude. really seen any movies that she was in yeah. until, and then I was like, oh, this is her first movie, and I was like, not only is it her first movie, she's You're fucking... like the Meet the Parents lady. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. I thought she was like in from infomercials when I was a kid. I just remember seeing like Time Life, fucking the Time Life Barbara Streisand collection yeah. type shit. Uh, People, <laughs> that's in here. She sings that yeah. in here. 
Uh, Omar Sharif is good in this. I think she's great. Uh, yeah, so, I like Sharif in it. I just she's uh, so she's. I just want to. She's so sexy. And all she does is sing about how ugly she is, and it's like, yeah. no, 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 girl. Yeah, I just think those follies, I think those follies had a time and place, and I don't wish to spend even a moment of time rehashing it again. No, and it sucks that Walter Pidgeon played Ziegfeld in this film. Yeah, fuck Wally Pidge. That guy sucks on ice. (laughs) He's so fucking annoying. Yeah. Um, But I I loved uh, Funny Girl uh by william wyler that is his second to last film he's gonna die look at us coming face to face and disagreeing and still doing it with and we do it in a plum we come across the aisle you know that's what we do we shake hands well i mean we don't shake hands we're not gonna shake hands fucking jesus i got no hand sanitizer out here yeah the lion in winter directed by anthony harvey oh the lion the witch in the wardrobe man 1183 king henry ii's three sons all want to inherit the throne but he won't commit to a choice they and his wife variously plot to force him. Oh, fuck all this shit. Yeah. Peter O'Toole, Catherine Hepburn, Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins? Hopkins is in it? Oh, fuck. Yeah, he Hopkins. Must be one of the sons, right? Timothy Dalton's in this shit. Oh, man. T. Dalt? Yeah, James, James Bond, Bond himself? himself. I might have to be watching fucking uh, The Lion in Winter. No. I really don't We've like that. Passed the week. Forget about it. But she's so uh, Captain Hepburn, such a lovely lady. There's no reason for you to do it. All right. Well, that's one we did not watch. This next film, Rachel, Rachel, directed by Paul Newman. Yeah. Rachel is a 35-year-old school teacher who has no man in her life and lives with her mother. When a man from the big city returns and asks her out, she begins to live, she begins to have, have to make decisions about her life and where she wants to go. Joanne Woodward, James Olsen, uh, other people, Paul Newman, Paul Newman, Paul Newman. This is where him and Joanne Woodward, who they were buried, but oh, they were. I think that's where they met. Oh, I, I read. I don't think I knew that. Yes. Um. Well, now you do, Sean. From listening to Two Boys in a Balcony. Wow, I learned something. What if I'm on Jeopardy and Final Jeopardy? Is this lady married to Paul Newman? I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> like I think out of a list of things you're gonna have to worry about. <laughs> Oh, well, they married right up to his death in 2008. That's sad, huh? But they had three beautiful children Why, together. Do you think it would have been better if they divorced before he died? Yeah, I just wanted to let him get some younger puss before he goes. I uh, I mean, truth be told, he probably was. No, Paul no. Paul Newman. He no was way. a race car driver. I don't no know way. if he knew that. Paul Newman did not fuck around. No way. I would hope not. No way. I would hope not. I think I think it would upset me if I found that out. Uh, they have three beautiful children. I assume they're beautiful because they're the two, two of the, the parents. Six. Yeah, yeah. It would be hard to fuck that up. Um, well, oh look at that. That's I mean, I think cool. even if Paul Newman had a kid with an ugly person, it would still be a relatively good-looking baby. I think that's fair to say. I think that's the eyes, at least. Oh my goodness, this fella had the eyeballs of a angel. Oh, are you a Newman or a Redman? Red, uh, Redman. Do you like Newman or the Redman? Redford? You Redford. Mean? Uh, Redford. I, Newman. I think I might be here. I like them both, though. But. I think Paul Newman's the better actor. Yeah. I think Bobby Redford's the better star. I don't think you have to pick. Yeah, I think you it's don't. insane that you'd even... Well, it's because I... So I was under the impression that those guys made a shit ton of movies together. Yeah, they only just made one, right? Two. They made two together. Butch Cassidy and The Sting. And that's it. 
I, no, I think it's Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. That's right. Fuck. And then the second, the other movie's called The Sting. I thought it was called The Sting the and the Sundance Kid. Uh, yeah, Sting and the Sundance Kid. Sting? From the band The Police? Yeah. Couldn't pull his real name to save my life. It is Gordon Sumner. Yeah, what a dumbass name. What are you talking about? Fucking Irish fuck. How fragile we are. Uh, Rachel, Rachel, you saw this film. You watched I, it with your I watched your uh, half of it. Oh. Dude, it is really weird. Yeah? Uh, really weird movie. I, I'm more intrigued to watch it now that I know Paul Newman directed yeah. it. I did not know that. I was under the impression that he was in it, but he never showed up. So I was like, oh, hopefully Paul Newman's going to show up late and save this thing. Is this? Now, can you confirm? Uh, the the birth of the Rachel Mother haircut. from Roseanne. Who was in uh, last week's? She won Best Actor, Best Supporting last week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. from Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, uh, she's in it. Okay, and she was pretty good. Oh good. Is this where they come up with the Rachel haircut? From Friends. From Friends. No, I think that Does was Rachel here? from Friends. Oh, okay, did that. I just I don't know. I don't know if it was an homage, a homage. Uh, I think you're thinking of Mary Lou Retton. The final nominee, Romeo and Juliet. Oh, get the fuck out of here. We'll deal Directed with that. Directed by Franco Zeffirelli. So it's uh it's it's the same Romeo and Juliet that we've I think has been nominated twice before. Uh you know, you know Romeo and Juliet? It's the same it's that one. Same one. They didn't change it. Different actors maybe, but Yeah, maybe cameras it's in color this time, so that's good. Uh, I got no no thoughts and or opinions on this film that yeah, I did not watch. I don't understand watch. why you just keep remaking it. I do. I get why you do it. Eh, I, just, I don't get it. Just watch the old one. Yeah, but then we wouldn't have got the Boz Lerman Romeo and Juliet, which well, is if fucking... If you would skip this one, then you would have, like, yeah, every 40 years you could make one. Every 40 or Every four. 50? Every four? I think it... Imagine I, if every four years a new <laughs> Romeo and Juliet came oh, out. Oh, fuck. I don't I'll call Romeo must die this time. I don't call it Save the Last Dance. The RJ Cinematic Universe. Oh my god, imagine and then they all fucking start to converge like the fucking the meta the multiverse. The multiverse of madness. All of the Juliets, Claire Danes, uh You saw Irene the new Dunn, you went and saw the new Doctor Strange, right? Of course I saw that shit. You, I love that Sam Roll like Raimi. It? It's fine. Right. I think I'm done with those movies. You watch uh, Northman yet? I have not watched the Northman. I keep forgetting. I watched Twenty Four Hour Party People last night. I haven't seen that in a long time. It's with Steve Culkin. Co- Steve Coogan. No, Paul I. Culkin in that? No, I know what you're thinking of, and I don't remember what that movie's called. Twenty Four Hour Party People is about Joy Division and New Order and uh. Happy Mondays. It's like about British rave culture. Steve Coogan's in it. It's really good. Uh, but that's what I did. I, and I thought, I should watch The Northman. And then I watched that instead. You should watch The Northman. I should watch that Northman. It's really Man. good. Northman. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Or maybe tomorrow. Or maybe I won't watch it ever. Whatever, man. Uh, I, hey, dude. Whatever, bro. I didn't know I had to do a fucking book report on Whatever, it. Whatever, fella. I didn't know I had to do a fucking book report. I've watched it twice so far. And you I've love en- it. I've enjoyed it. You love this thing. But, folks, the winner, and in my opinion... Uh, completely on the nose, deserved to win. It was the best of the of the two movies that I saw. <laughs> this one is the one. Yeah, that dude, uh, been. of the ones that got nominated, absolutely. Uh, if you had thrown in a couple of the ones that got, uh, I think I would still put this over. I I think 
See, I don't love 2001, but I get why it's like an important movie. Yeah. But I don't love it. It's like not one I'm like, oh, you know what? I want to just sit back and just fucking watch. I have a fun time. Watch apes discover fucking violence. Um, And Rosemary's Baby. I think Rosemary's Baby obviously is the other contender for me. Yeah. And I get why this one won because this is like a big fucking happy family film. And I thought it was going to be corny as shit, and I was fucking on board from jump. I thought yeah, it I think it's I think it's ass. Uh, deservedly won. As soon as that first, they fucking food, glorious food. I was like, oh, yeah, the songs in this are fucking good. Good songs. It's some bangers, dude. Yo, the shit knocks. Uh, Oliver, directed by Carol Reed, starring Ron Moody, Oliver Reed. Uh, Ron Moody's so good. Harry Saccomb, Shawnee Wales, Mark Lester, Jack Wilde. Uh, yeah, Ron Moody as Fagan gets nominated for Best Actor. Uh, I have not seen any of the other nominees, but he fucking is excellent in this fucking film. He's really good. And uh, and Jack Wilde gets nominated uh, for his role as the Artful Dodger. H. I. Puff and stuff, brother. Yeah. Yeah, you're what a stuff, boy. You're too young for too, that. Way too young for that. And, way too young. And if if I did, if it was still playing like in the '80s when I would when. That's what like after school type shit. Yeah, but it's. I think it came out early '70s. Yeah, mid '70s. But probably, if it like but. showed up like in like a cartoon block or on like USA Cartoon Express or some shit, I was always fucking weirded out by it. I thought it was all fucking so creepy. Actually, yeah, early '70s because it was that trippy shit. Yeah, it's the fucking altered states of yeah. Drugachusetts, Mister Sketch, uh, Mister yeah. Show Sketch, but that's like. I used to love that shit. H.R. Puff and stuff. Yeah. And uh, Sigmund the Sea Monster. Love Sigmund the Sea Monster. They used to do uh, Land of the Lost, Danger Island. Danger Island. Oh yeah, Land of the no, uh, Sid and Monty Croft. Yeah, it was. It yeah. wasn't oh. H.R. Puff and stuff. No, but it was no, Sid yeah, and yeah. Monty Croft. Yeah, they did Land of the Lost and. Uh, Dude, I used to love Land of the Lost. Is that the one? Is that the one with the Slee Stacks? The Slee Stacks, yeah. 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 And uh, Chaka, Chaka the Ape Boy, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. the fuck it with the. Oh man, Marshall, Will, and Holly. And know. then fucking Will Ferrell made a movie of it with Danny McBride that was actually pretty good. Yeah, I keep meaning to watch that because yeah, I, I it was like... a lot better than it had a right to be. I think. Karen, uh, the girl in that is good. Is it Karen Gillan? I don't remember. Oh, it's going to bother me. It's either Karen Gillan or it's Jenna Fisher from The Office. No, I don't think it's Jenna Fisher. Yeah, what a lack of a career Jenna Fisher had. We really thought she was going to pull things out of The Office. They yeah, really... well, yeah, now she's just got a fucking Pod- office podcast, podcast that probably about... has Patreon with fucking... <laughs> she probably makes fucking bank off that. Oh, Anna Friel from Pushing Daisies. And Yorma Takone, uh is oh, from yeah, Lonely, Lonely Island, right? Island. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, I was surprised how much I liked it because I was like, "This is going to be a no, dude, a I, shit show." But I knew as soon as it started, I was like, "Oh, Bill's gonna. This is right up his fucking alley." Because your favorite fucking Christmas Carol is goddamn Albert Finney Scrooge. Oh, all of it. Yeah, this fits right and in this with that. Feels dude. exactly like yeah. that. Um, they probably use the same sets. They're like, "Don't tear this shit down. We got some plans." Like it feels like they use the same composers and shit a lot of uh, and a lot of it. Um, yeah, it this, has that sta- same aesthetic and uh, yeah. This guy who wrote Oliver is Lionel Bart. He didn't really have another hit uh, from The Simpsons. <laughs> That's Lionel Holtz. 
Um, no, Bart? Oh, Bart Simpson. I thought you were talking about fucking yeah. the lawyer. Um, voiced by the late, great Phil Hartman. Um, and that Lionel Hutz. Lionel Hutz. Uh, we open, baby. We're at a workhouse in Dunstable. And the governors, they're hey, having... Let me, let me just say, if I had a doll for every time it started and I was at a workhouse in Dunstable, You'd have I'd doll. be a rich man, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, because with a dollar, you can invest. Dude. And that can turn and flip and turn. With a shell, even with a shilling. Even with a shilling. You give me a hay penny. Absolutely. You'll turn that into a penny and have a piece of hay. What the fuck is this hay penny? What am I supposed to do with this fucking thing? Yeah, can I get money instead? How about yeah. some money? Oh, oh, a hay penny? That's cool. Do you have any dirt you want to throw at me while you're at it? Uh, I'm just, a human being, for Christ's sake. I, I just read today that the, the uh, country of merry old England is finally, finally shaking off some of this EU Brexit nonsense, and they're able to put their prices back in pounds, not in euros. So to, everything's going to be nonsense That seems again. like it's going to make sense. Phew. Thank God that we're back to the pounds and the royal crowns. Uh, yeah, we're in this workhouse, and these this fucking angelic chorus of orphans come marching down. All of these fucking come out of their ce- cells or wherever the fuck. Yeah, dude, I love this this shot of them Just coming down those going stairs, down the stairs, like, and it's like an M.C. Escher painting, and you're like, where are these stairs coming from? Who? Are, where are they going? And they're just going. They're just singing about how they would love to get some food. Yeah. Food. Don't care what it looks like. I mean, I kind of care what it looks like. Uh, this is where we just this gray gruel. Yeah. So they're all getting their slop. And this is where we get the very famous. Gonna get our slop on. Uh, they're all eating their and and Oliver, little pesky fucking Oliver. This kid's he's got he's he's cut from a different cloth. Like if there is one week. Pot of this movie, it's fucking all. It's Mark Leeds, Lester, Mark Lester. Yeah, he is eh, not the best. Did, uh, but he's also a child. Yeah, no, I know, but come on. So is Jack Wild and the other ones. Yeah, did he actually sing or they dub him? I believe he sang. Uh, This was uh, interesting. uh, Interesting choice that they made in this film was that they only cast people who could sing excellently. I Which I think is phenomenal. Smart move for I think a musical. It's phenomenal. We've for not a we've not run into that in any other musical yeah. that we've ever covered on the podcast. Yeah. My Fair Lady, they got to dub over people. Yeah, it's so weird. That West Side Story, fucking Tony doesn't sing, um, and they but dub over Natalie Wood. Like I can see doing that if it's like not a musical, but it's a movie at a point where they sing like a song or something. Yeah. But to cast somebody to star in a musical and then be like, yeah, we're just going to scrub all your vocals. Don't worry about it. We'll get a singer to come in here and do that. Um, so Oliver, he's still hungry because of course he is because he just ate fucking pig Dude, pigs. listen. He goes up to the guy and he goes, oh, could I have some more? One of, the mo- one of the most important lines ever delivered by an orphan in film history. Yeah. And then do you do the, I'll do the. And, and I always fucking fuck it up in my head. It's always, I have seconds old porridge, sir. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, 
And you motherfucker might... doesn't say porridge at all. Yeah, throw throw, uh, throw throw a second scoop in there, brother. And they like they draw straws to see who goes up and goes up and says something about it. Yeah. And he pulls this big ass fucking straw. And we're all just like, uh, Oliver, you're an idiot. You man. dipshit. You suck. We obviously set that up for you to fail. So they send him up there and he asks to go, more. And the dude fucking loses his cool, dude. Yeah, this guy ruled. Mr. Bumble, they call him. He goes, and then he chases him around with a fucking ladle. Like, yeah, he's gonna dude, fucking he's just... fucking telling the he's telling like the gods to beat him and shit. Uh, yeah, and then the and then all the boys sing uh, while Oliver is running around this room trying to escape these guys. They're all going, Oliver, Oliver, what do we do with Oliver, Oliver? How do you solve a problem, like Maria? Yeah. Uh, I, I will say that uh, the sound of music. I want to take it back. Everybody in that movie could sing. Nobody, nobody, no sour notes there. Right? They didn't. I, I, I mean, so. I can't recall if they. I don't did, think so because uh, uh, Christopher Plummer sings and Julie Andrews sings and those fucking kids sing and those fucking kids never fucking <laughs> stop. Uh, so Oliver's getting shipped off. He, he's getting walked through the streets with this big fat dude dressed like Napoleon singing "Boy for Sale." Yeah, dude. You know, if you get past all the uh, creepiness of them selling and buying boys, yep. uh, and you get past all the obvious uh, physical and sexual uh, mm-hmm. abuse that's happening yep. uh, every day of their lives, it's a fun movie. Yeah. If you could put all that stuff aside... Um, so they, uh, he's walking this down this snowy street singing boy for sale, 20 bucks for the boy or some shit. Yeah, he really comes down on his price too. Uh, he gets to the undertaker's funeral home and that guy's like, yeah, I'll buy that boy. He's like, oh, bring him in. Yeah. It's fucking creepy as hell. And then I was like, this is not what I thought this movie was about. This was a total surprise, by the way. I did not know that there was a creepy undertaker that was just going to fuck this kid in a coffin. Presumably, off camera. Presumably, allegedly. Um, but uh, yeah, so they uh, nobody there likes Oliver. They lock him in a coffin. <laughs> they sit on it so he can't get out of the coffin. And they're trying to get Mister Bumble back so they can return their boy that they bought. You know what's crazy too is if you can sell one boy, why don't you just sell all the boys? Get rid of them all. What are you fucking doing, guy? It makes no sense. Um. They haven't like all the, all the people in charge too. They like during that food scene, they're all like roast turkeys and yeah, dude, they're hams. Eating, they're and... eating like fucking kings. Uh, and now that now Mr. Bumble comes back to the Undertaker and he's like, "Ah, you should have been giving him gruel instead of meat, you morons! You yeah, fucking you spoiled, overfed him." Um, and then he put absolutely and he attacks a guy who's shit talking his dead mother. Yes, that's what and it, as you know firsthand, Sean. Absolutely, that'll get you left, popped in the jaw. I gotta buy new glasses every month. Yeah. Once you a ain't month, gonna, I slip up. And you ain't gonna say that to me now. No, no way. You ain't gonna say that and walk no. away unscathed, sir. They throw Oliver in. Uh, I will dot your eyes and cross your T's for you, sir. They lock him up. They lock him up. He escapes. He sings the song "Where Is Love," which yeah, is, you skip through the fucking iron bars. Right just push the, right out of the yeah, fucking window. Just, everybody could have gone through those things. Those are made of jelly. Uh, but he escapes. He he hitchhikes his way to uh, London on the back of a vegetable truck. 
Good way to get a ride. Not a bad way. Falls asleep and covers himself in cabbage or yeah, something. Completely drowns himself in cabbage, which is I think you would I think you could suffocate that way. I think cabbage are big enough that you'd get air pockets in there. I'll say if this. If you did it with also, like here's the broccoli thing. or green beans, he he sneaks back onto the onto that vegetable truck and he doesn't weigh a lot, so he's not. No one's gonna notice. But the way he's buried in that cabbage, he need he had an accomplice. Somebody had to put that shit. Back oh, down. absolutely. So. Uh, that could have been a real wire. And also, he climbs two. right out of it. And nobody gives him guff. They're just like, oh, this is a fucking. He says, well, fucking, you get your feet all over these. This yeah. is gross. I can't sell this now because there's a dirty kid with stuff sitting in this. I, then, I, I but, struggled to maintain a farm. Yeah, you're doing I, this. Like, yeah, dude, I, I gotta get this cabbage to America. It's almost St. Patrick's Day. The only time that I've ever eaten cabbage. But uh, you love it, then you always tell me. Oh, I meet him. He gets to London. Oh, it's alive. Oh, it's alive. There's people hustling and bustling. Oh, it really is. And he meets a young fellow. Too much, I'd say. I'd turn around and go home. He meets a young man played by Jack Wilde called uh, uh, the Artful Dodger. Uh, who takes think, him under I his wing. I think that we uh, disagree on his performance in this. I think he's great. I think he's fine. I yeah. just He I, got nominated, right? He got nominated. I would have nominated Oliver Reed for... And I would have nominated. I would have nominated. Uh, was full of mirth. I would have nominated the uh, the woman for best supporting as well. Carol, Nancy, Nancy. I thought she was great. Uh, but the Artful Dodger uh, takes Oliver under his wing. He sings "Con Sol at Home." One of the all time. One of the all time bangers in musical rules. In musical I've been listening history. to this soundtrack. The movie soundtrack yeah, is not available. Not available on, right? It sucks. It's not on Apple Music. It's not on Spotify. I assume. And I wish it was, because that's what I want to listen to. So what do they got, like the 2009 Broadway or something? Uh, I've been listening to the original Broadway cast. At least it's old. Um, but I want I want to hear fucking Ron Moody. 2009, there's a 2009 London what cast. What is the original Broadway cast? Uh, I don't know. Is that 70s? No, no, it would be before the Three? 65, right. 63, maybe something like that. But I want to hear Ron Moody sing uh, Got to Pick a Pocket or Two. Not Rowan Atkinson, Mr. Fucking Bean. No, thank you. Was Moody in the original cast, the Broadway cast? West End, baby. Oh, London. look at him, a Londoner. Yep. Bet he likes to have fish and chips some nights. Uh, Oh, sure. Probably drives on the wrong side of the road, but to him it's the right side of the road, which yeah. is confusing to us yeah, if I we bet. were in his car, but if he was... If it wouldn't be confusing him as he was doing, bet his wife's not giving him grief about going down to the the pub for a couple of pints with the lads. I bet he uh, smokes efforts. <laughs> I was gonna say the actual word, but just bleep it out. Uh, It'd be fun. You know, because you know what they call cigarettes over there. Consider yourself fat home. <laughs> Consider yourself up. Dude, uh, the, the, uh, the "Consider Yourself at Home" is like one of the songs that I remember from childhood from watching like uh this isn't a Disney movie nope. right no 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 but I think of it in that vein sure. you know uh but that's like one of the fucking all-time great ones I remember from from these kind of movies yeah I remember when I was a kid when I was I would take theater classes we'd do in June we'd do this thing called 
the June Show. Now, oh, hold on. Oh, what a good time to do yeah, it. Yeah, smart, smart. It's right in the title. It's all planned out. April 1st. We used to do it April Fool's but Day. But each, each, so uh, the, uh, they would have a couple of them. And then cla- and when you were younger, you were only in one of them. And then your class would have, like, a show that you were working on. And we'd do, like, we're, we're going to do Bye Bye Birdie. We'd do a couple of numbers from Bye Bye Birdie. Yeah. And one class, the older class of, like, the advanced kids that I would eventually make it up to that level. They did Oliver one year, and they did Consider Yourself, and then they did Who Will Buy. And I was like, these are the two fucking best songs I've ever heard. I can't believe how good these two songs are. And that's all I've ever known of Oliver. Yeah. I never watched the movie. and never looked it up. I was just like, who will buy this wonderful morning? Who will buy? Okay. Well, anyway, we'll get to that one. That's my. It's clear. That's we my favorite song. Consider yourself along. is number two. Fucking rules. Yeah. And especially when all the fucking that opens it up, the whole streets just like, oh, we are we doing this? All right, grab your bread, boys. And then just not, Dude, nineteen oh, bakers they, come yeah, through so and the good. fucking milkmaids. It's so awesome. The whole thing is, ah. It's total 110%. It's what I like to call. It's what I like to call a production. It's a damn production. It's a damn production. Uh, So Dodger uh, brings Oliver back to his hideout in his, once again in his perfectly fitted clothes, Mm -hmm. and his fucking hat, his weird fucking Dr. Seuss hat that's like caved in on the side, perfectly tilted. Everything is just so grimy. London uh, So he brings him back pip, to pip, uh, right. He brings him back to the hideout For the young pickpockets Led by Fagin Who is I want to say the The most uh, Angular looking guy I've ever fucking seen This dude is all pointy Elbows yeah, Crooked He's a he's yeah. the crooked man That he's walked a crooked like, mile uh, He looks like a cartoon character He does He's like uh, If Gagamel came to life Or something Yeah Yup He's uh he's the best part of this movie in my opinion. Oh, he's he's so great. Fantastic, dude. He plays it so well. He's such a scumbag, but he loves these kids in not a fucking creepy way, but he genuinely seems to care for them yeah, all. Yeah, once you get by, once you get past how creepy it fails at all times when he's like when it's he not, first meets Chan, he's like, oh, I hope to make your intimate acquaintance, my dearie. Yeah, it's not great, you know. Like, all right, that seems like it would raise some It's not red great flags. to be a dude that's just like has an army of children pickpockets, but at least you're you're making hey, sure they're well fed. Teaching them a craft and their house and stuff. Uh, and then world's uh, always going to need pit pickpockets. He teaches Oliver uh, about pickpocketing by singing, uh, "You've got to pick a pocket or two, boy." You got to pick a bucket or two. Blah, 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 blah. Got to pick a bucket or two. It rules. It's so good. Uh, Then we meet Bill Sykes, who's like, uh... now I couldn't quite figure out the operation. Bill Sykes is a burglar. Uh, I mean, it it seems like, like, well, he works for Bill Sykes. Yeah, does Fagan work for Bill Sykes? Or does Bill Sykes work for Fagan? Or are they The way it sets up, it seems like, like what I think, and Sean, you know that sometimes. Once you get, once, once you get I thinking, start dude. thinking about stuff, but I, it, it it appears like Bill Sykes maybe grew up on the Fagin, and oh, then okay. and you know and went and out on his become, own. But it, like later on, uh, he's is it Nancy? Yes. Say her name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Later on, she's like, oh, "Bill thinks you're gonna ch- be shortchanging him or something." So is so Fagin must be the fence for all the stolen shit. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, but he never actually pays off on it. He's always like, oh, got to get it prized. Yeah, he's a real... He's oh, like don't a, carry cash on me at night, Bill. He's a real fucking wimpy from Popeyes. He's like a real, like, no, give me those stolen jewels today yeah. and I'll pay you. Yeah, exactly. Um, but Bill Sykes is played by Oliver Reed, the great uh, British... That. The movie Oliver in the Sky's name is... Is Oliver Reed. He is a distant relative of the director, Carol Reed, which no one put together before they did the auditions. Oh, really? Yeah, they just kind of came in. They were like, oh, what's up? Oh, um, they didn't know they were cousins? They knew that they were cousins, but they didn't know they were going to be involved in this film together. They wasn't. He didn't get the job through nepotism. He got the job through uh, audition, hard work. Sounds like something somebody who got the job through nepotism, nepotism would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Why else would you bring it up? Why else would you bring it up? Oh, yeah, I'm cousins with the director, but that had nothing to do with me getting cast as one of the leads in the movie. Uh, Oliver Reed has a very uh, a long-storied career. Uh, I think he's most famous uh, because he died in the middle of filming Gladiator for Ridley Scott in 2000. Oh, no shit. Uh, on set? Uh, not on set, but in production. Right. So, because I remember when Gladiator came out, people were like, "Oh, Oliver Reed died." And uh, I want to read a little bit about Oliver Reed's death. And again, we'll we'll rehash this when we talk about Gladiator in a million years. But uh, Reed died from a heart attack during a break uh, on filming Gladiator in Malta, according to witnesses. He drank eight pints of German lager, a dozen shots of rum, half a bottle of whiskey, and a few shots of Hennessy cognac in a drinking match against a group of sailors on shore leave from the HMS Cumberland at a local pub. His bar totaled a little over 270 Maltese lira, which is about 590 U.S. dollars. Uh, and then after beating five much younger Royal Navy sailors at arm wrestling, Reed suddenly collapsed and died en route to the hospital. He was 61 years old. I mean, I'd not. I'd be inclined to say he brought it on himself. Not a bad way to go. I think it's a horrible way to go. Drinking five sailors into the table and then breaking their fucking wrists. No. I don't think that's good. Um, he uh, he had made an agreement that he was not going to drink during production with Ridley Scott, uh, and then he compromised by only drinking on weekends. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sure, he did. He uh, was at one time known as Britain's thirstiest actor. <laughs> So he had a whole ass career of just fucking people who say I only drink on weekends do not only drink on weekends. No, 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 no. They're drinking all the time. But uh, he's excellent in this film. He does not sing. So this is if you want to audition for a musical at your local uh, community theater, if they're doing Oliver, uh, why don't you go uh, Bill Sykes? You don't have to sing. You don't have to dance. You just get to menace children. that's, That's a bonus in and of itself. Um, Bill Sykes' girlfriend is Nancy. She is our final character. That Oh, nope, that's not true. Uh, our final uh, of the bad guys, the dirtbag side that we're going to meet, is Nancy. And she's a pretty lady who sings songs. And she uh, she sings, it's a fine life. That's when you're supposed to go, it's a fine life. Oh, I'm sorry. I was listening to the dog go nuts next yeah. to her. Well, everybody's listening to that. We're outside again. We love being outside. We love being on the backyard balcony with no movie playing in broad daylight. Um, so yeah, so Nancy sings uh, It's a Fine Life to the Orphans. That's a fun song. Uh, Oliver catches Fagin uh, just, you know, fucking jerking off to a box of jewels that he has hidden in a wall. Yeah, dude. He's like uh, this guy loves chatting money. with the 
what is a stuffed owl or something? I think it's a real owl. Is it a real owl? Yeah, because the owl keeps moving. But it's his buddy, the owl. And he's um, like, oh, of course I've got to have something to fall back on. Um, so, uh, Which, I mean, is understandable. Yeah. So he's basically like, hey, don't uh, don't be uh, mad at us. Um, I'd do anything. What song is that? I'd do anything. 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 For you. Oh, that's the song Oliver sings to Nancy. Or yeah, he's like, oh, if you kiss me on the face just once, Take I'd... me back to your trailer and make me a man. Um, uh, so uh, one night, they're uh, one day they're all out stealing stuff. Uh, the Artful Dodger steals a wallet from a man named Mr. Brownlow. Miss, I've been stealing from Mr. Brownlow. Uh, he, Mr. Brownlow turns around and, uh-oh, he finds Oliver and Oliver gets arrested. Oh, I used to steal a little, but a little, and there was a little guy mowing my wall. Uh, everybody is worried that Oliver's going to fucking turn. He's a snitch. He's going to turn state's evidence uh, against the Fagan gang. And Bill Sykes is just like, well, we should probably uh, kill him, right? And they're like. We're going to have to murder him. Yeah, no, 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 that's not. Don't murder him. Yeah, we're not going to kill kids, Bill. Well, I guess we should murder him right oh, now, yeah, right, or quickly. Well, I put a hug, knife right through his fucking heart. I probably will. murder him before we think about it too much, right? I'll put a fucking knife right between his fucking earlobes. Spread his ribs open. I'll eat his fucking brain in front of the mayor, I will. I'll kill all these children. Yeah, and just because I fucking, uh, I, no, I, uh, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. So they send Nancy. Maybe we just talk to him. Yeah, we'll just say, hey, don't be a snitch. Snitches get stitches. So they send Nancy down to the courthouse. Uh, Oliver is acquitted of his crimes. He doesn't snitch on them at all. Yeah, the storekeeper comes out and he's like, "No, nah, it was two other no, boys." No, not this kid. It was the it. fucking. It was the fucking artful dodger. We keep telling you, it. it was the artful dodger. It was the little boy dressed like Uncle Sam that's been walking around and stealing this is shit for the, years. The dude that he gets uh, arrested for stealing from is the dude who takes him in, right? Yeah. So the first act of this film ends. As uh, they leave the courthouse, Oliver is okay because he didn't snitch. And then, but Mr. Brownlow's like, you know what, brother? I'm bringing you home. I'm gonna give you a bed, and I'm gonna put you to work in my own home. Which, once again, sounds like he might be setting him up for. And us, Oliver's so. like, okay, I I just go wherever anybody tells I've me. I've nowhere else to go, sir. Uh, we take an intermission. I love an intermission. No title card, though. Well, it gives a you enough time to go take a tinkle if you have to. Uh, I like when they put the intermission sign up in the middle of the movie. They did have the intermission they did? sign, yeah. Okay, I thought it was just black for some reason. Uh, Oliver wakes up, and uh, he just sticks out his head out on the balcony, and then we do... Where? On the balcony. Sean. He's on the street that looks like the street that Mary Poppins lives on, and also Patterson yes, it lives does. on. It looks like fucking Paddington's house as well. It also reminded me of uh, one of the sets in My Fair Lady. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 But I, it may it could possibly be that that set is just used for all of these movies. They're like, oh, we just film where the rich people live. Um, but uh, they do. Who will buy? There's a lady just comes down. Yeah, selling who the roses to my sweet red roses. Two for a penny or two for a... Pound or I don't know. Pence. Pence. P- 
I'll just yeah, buy one, get one knuckle, free. one knuckle gets you two. Yeah, blooms. they mostly do in knuckles, knuckle bones. <laughs> Uh, I think this number is awesome. I love this song. Uh, I always have, always will. Who will buy? I'm not going to try to convince you otherwise, Sean. Who will buy my sweet red roses? Imagine if they're not red. They cast you and they'd be like, we're going to have to dub that. Yeah, dude. I'm sorry. I, I, we should not have cast you as the sweet red roses. <laughs> did anybody? That, that did, is... at, at any point in your audition process, did anyone ask you to sing? Because it sounds like no one did. That is Eliza Doolittle. That's what she was. That's a flower right. girl fucking walking around selling flowers. Um, uh, there's some more songs. Nancy, she sings a song about how she loves Bill Sykes, even though he's absolutely going to by the end of this film murder her um so the next morning um, like that, that doesn't seem to be much lovable about bill Sykes. nope seems like a real piece of yeah. shit you know what the thing is though huge hog that's the thing yeah but too big probably like he's like andre the giant hog okay yeah too big over here yeah <laughs> it feels like yeah. time, speaking from experience. Yeah, yeah. It, it can be too big. It hurts. Um, Andre, put it away. <laughs> that was so fucking dumb. Uh, Mr. Brownlow, Oliver is trying to be helpful. He volunteers to return some books uh, with a five pound note to yeah, the booksellers. Sucker. Um, and before he leaves, Oliver's standing next to a portrait of a young girl. And Mr. Brownlow... He does that, like, looks at all of us, looks oh, at her. Oh. He notices that uh, there's a slight resemblance to his niece, Emily, who disappeared years ago. Uh, I will say in the stage <sighs> musical, uh, it is his daughter, not his niece. Which So uh, it's his grandson? Yeah, which I don't know. I could not find any reason why they made that change. I don't know if it was like a haze code, like leftover code thing where it's like, no, you can't have a daughter, dad who just like lets his daughter walk off, and it's more it's more tolerable if it's the uncle. I don't That's know. That's pretty goofy. Because it was it was weird that uh, when uh, they find the it's weird to change it though. It the, is real weird, especially at the end, because the way he pieces together, like, oh no, is that he he goes and finds Mister Bumble from the beginning, and they're like, do you have anything from his Oliver's mom? And they're like, yeah, we just got this stupid ass necklace. And he's like, that stupid ass necklace, that's the necklace I gave to my niece. I was like, why would you have it? Why would you give your niece a necklace? Why don't you give your own fucking kids a necklace? I just, it's a weird change. I don't know. No, I mean, why would Bumble have it? Are you just oh. hanging on to the necklace? Yeah, I don't know that one either. Why wouldn't you have, you wouldn't have sold that years ago? Wouldn't it just been like, no, I don't have anything of his. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Your name's Bumble. We don't expect you to be organized. We don't expect you to be truthful, Miss Mr. Bumbles. Uh Bumbles Bounce Baby. Um yeah, so he, Mr. Brownlow starts to suspect that Oliver might be his uh nephew. Uh Oliver stops, he watches a puppet show with a bunch of kids. Dude, it's that's... so easy to fucking get kids to watch a puppet show and then you throw them in the back of the van. Yeah, and then they uh they grab them immediately. And then you sell them on the street. Who will buy this boy for twenty dollars? Uh they steal his money, they steal... I said doll hairs. Oh my And that's how you wind up getting twenty doll hairs for one boy. Uh yeah, so uh Sykes is gonna try to beat the shit out. He's trying to get beat the confession out of Oliver, and everybody's just uh, it's a whole fucking mess. 
Um, uh, Fagan sings a song by himself, which is not a very memorable song, but they sing it again at the end, reviewing the situation. But it's good. He's very good at it. Uh, and he's talking about all of the, how he, he loves to be a thief. I think all the songs should have Orphan singing it. Yeah, there should be more Orphan songs. The second or act least, of this. Or at least backing up the songs. Uh, the second act of this play is, uh, of this show is not as good as the first, but it's still good. Uh, we get the, we get the, uh, they're going to use Oliver for crimes. They're sneaking into places and Dude, stuff. I would use this gift for so many crimes. Don't, please don't word it like that. I would use this gift for so many fucking crimes. See, the you crimes. fit them into little spaces. Oh, yes, okay. Through windows. Through bars. Um, so Nancy doesn't think I would that, send them into prisons through the bars yeah, to you gotta, deliver drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like fucking, they melt right through. And if I'd their heads get stuck, up, you just fucking cr- crunch I'd throw them through. them up through a chimney to get into places. Absolutely you would. And you know what? If he gets stuck in there, I'll buy another boy on the street. Throw him down there to lock, knock out the first one. Um, <laughs> just keep stuffing boys down the chimney. Excuse me, sir. Oh, I, I might. Oh, my chimney. There's a terrible smell coming from me oh, chimney, sir. Hey, Mr. Sweep, could you get up there and uh, check on me chimney? Oh, no. This is. Remember that monologue from Gremlins about the dad who pretended to be Santa? Oh. This is way, way worse, <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, there's so many dads in this chimney. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so while. Sykes takes Oliver out to do some house uh, stealing. Nancy runs to Brownlow and basically goes, uh, uh, I can't tell you who and I can't tell you why, but uh, we kidnapped Oliver and he's going to die. So why don't you go to this place at this time and then he'll be there and then you can get him back. And he's like, oh, yeah, of course. London Bridge at midnight. Yeah, so they go to London Bridge at midnight and... Uh, yeah, so she's got to she's in in order to distract. This is another change uh, from uh, the stage play because this the song that happens now opens the second act of the musical, which is Um Papa Um Papa, the song she sings to distract yeah. Bill Sykes. She just sings it at the beginning of the second act because in it's, the bar, right? Yeah, so. cause it's just a fun number that they do. It has no plot point. But now they're like, oh no, this is. Now she's like, trying to distract him. Yeah, to and get it works because everybody's like, out. yeah, we'll all, yeah, oh shit, they're, yo, yo, they're doing it, um, papa. We do they're like doing to um, papa. papa. They're doing um, papa. Yeah, um, papa, um, papa, da 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 da. Um, papa, this is what um, you would have. This is what you would have been doing before karaoke. Oh yeah, you would have gone out with the boys and done the um, papa, um, papa, um, papa. Uh. So, yeah, so she gets Oliver out of there. Sykes catches up to him. Sykes fucking mercs this lady. He just beats her to death. Yeah, Jeez. it's really uncalled for, I think. Gone. I was like, uh, I think it's. I really think it's too much. I agree 110% yeah. to the point where I was like, when? when I wrote a letter to my congressman. When's I she said, coming back, though? I wrote a letter, and I said, no. Nah. When's she, when she going to be back in the movie, though? I said, you got to tell me that this is going to happen. Yeah, no, no, she's gone. She's dead. You can't and, let uh, me watch a movie and then have something like this happen. Uh, it's fucking brutal. It just smashes. And then the, all the people find the body, and they're just like, oh, God, what the fuck? Um, and then, It uh, does feel like if this is something that was made today, they would make her live. Sure. And I would have been like, oh, thank God. I would have been good with it. Yeah, that's fine. I'm totally fine with not this one one lady who's been nice to Oliver in the movie. 
not dying. That yeah. would have been, been okay. I wouldn't. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucking pussies. You couldn't have fucking killed her. I would have been like, that's fine. Oh, they'll just see each other on the street. You know, they'll wave and be like, oh, Maybe that's, he can call her t- mom. I hey, don't know. That'd hey, be nice. Hey, great uncle. Remember that time that lady, <laughs> she helped me, like, get away from those guys? We should go, like, eat dinner there. And he'd be like, ah, I guess. You can have, like, a fun reunion. But, uh, nope, dead. And uh, and then not it, Bill Sykes' dog, Bullseye, is so disgusted by the Dude, death of this girl. Bill Sykes' dog, Bullseye, is just disgusting. He's like if Spuds McKenzie never got an agent. <laughs> but he's not, he's not loyal to Bill Sykes because he comes and rats him out. Oh, yeah. He's just like, nah, follow me. I'll take you to this fucking idiot. Um, Yeah, and then he's got Oliver on the roof or something. They shoot him. He dies. Uh, Oliver goes with. They don't, shoot, they don't shoot Oliver on the. No, road. no, Oliver lives. They shoot Bill Sykes. They shoot right? Bill Sykes. He dies. Uh, Oliver well, goes to. He's got. He's got him up there doing like hanging the rope for him to escape or something. Oh yeah, he's like uh, crawl out on this fucking beam, put this rope across. And really like, weird. What's What's the plan here? Oh, you're just gonna Spider Man across the alley and just leave this boy. You don't. You don't give a fuck about the boy at this point. I mean, we, he didn't give a. Shit about the boy at all? No, really. All he wants to do is if he could kill. It's just like he's small; he can fit into things. If he could swing across and kill the boy at the same time, he would have. If he could train his dog to go in the house and unlock the door, he would. What a fucking unloyal dog that piece of shit is. Turned out to be, but he didn't know that while he was still alive. Um, so Oliver. He went to his grave thinking that that dog had his back. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he crossed the Rainbow Bridge. No one, my, buddy, my buddy's gonna meet me People someday. People still cross the Rainbow Bridge at that stop. I don't fucking think it is real. I mean, that's animals, obviously. People yeah, can't people do don't. That. No, people just you're not allowed to do that. People have to answer for their sins. No, Jesus did that. No, no, I mean, you gotta go to you gotta go to heaven and and you know St. Peter has to evaluate you. Jesus already did it. All animals get to go to the Rainbow Bridge. We have to go up and wait in line, and St. Peter goes, you in, you down. That's so you, nice for the animals, though. The bridge is they so just colorful. Get to go. They're so the innocent. They're so innocent. It's except beautiful. For even the ones that murder people, like, uh, you know, elephants. Feral hogs. Elephants at the circus and stuff like that. Um, they they get to go to heaven. Uh, so Fagan, uh, he decides he's going to be a good guy. He's learned his lesson. Um, but then he's like, uh-oh. Me and the Artful Dodger here. We're just like, gonna, psych. Dude, I love that shot. We're just going to bell kick down the road. Dude, such a beautiful shot of uh, um, with them dancing off into the sunset. And then Oliver uh, goes to live with Mr. Brownlow, and it, that's the day, baby. Like, at Fa- Fagin's just, like, leaving on his own, and we're like, what the hell am I going to do? And Artful Dodger just shows up, like, oh, I got these jewels. Um, It won Best Picture, Best Director. Best art direction, best uh, score of a musical, uh, best sound, and it got an honorary Academy Award for Anna White. And I am going to look up what that means because I don't know what that means. Is that a person? Um, yeah, I'm not. I can't find the honorary honorary awards. Oh, okay. Uh, Diane Carroll presented Anna White her award for outstanding choreography achievement for Oliver, which oh, I think that's thank you very much. Totally fair, and uh, the thank you very much. John that's Chambers, the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me. John Chambers received an, uh, an honorary Academy Award for his makeup achievement for the Planet of the Apes. So I don't know. Oh, did you know? Hey, uh, 
trivia about Planet of the Apes. Oh, they know. had human beings playing the apes. It was Earth all along. It yeah, it was. Earth the whole time. I thought there was a makeup Oscar. I guess not. Seems weird to... I mean, they have one now, don't they? Yeah. So maybe this is the start of that. You damn dirty apes. You get your hands off me, you damn dirty apes. Seems like Planet of the Apes would have uh, introduced something like that into the mix. Um. Yeah, I gotta, dude. I still gotta go through all those Planet of the Apes movies. I'm, I, I keep putting it off, and I want to do it. So I almost bad. watched the Tim Burton one last week. Yeah, that's not the one that I want to watch. Yeah. I want to watch the Conquest and the. Yeah, that's more going through the Tim Burton films, so. though. Oh yeah, that's. I did skip that one because I just I knew I knew they knew <laughs> they, they knew. knew they knew Robbie. Um. Oh, there, show bookmark bar. I, I just gotta. Oh, and I don't have it because this fucking thing killed itself. Uh, next week on the program, folks, the 1970 Oscars, and we're going into the 70s, as 70s as you fucking can get. Next week, we're watching Midnight, Midnight Cowboy. Cowboy. Uh, Rizzo the Rat. Dustin Hoffman, John Voight, Midnight Cowboy. I've never seen this film. You've seen it. Probably a number of times. You'll love it. Technically, I think it's John Boyd, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, well, he's the cowboy, and, and Dustin Hoffman's the... Uh, I'm walking yeah. here. Yeah, it's a good flick. Uh, Anne of the Thousand Days, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Hello, Dolly. And then a favorite of mine, the Greek masterpiece, Z. Z Next was week. good. I watched Z. Uh, so we got some I don't think I've ever watched Hello, Dolly, though. I'm going to have to check it out now that I got this big, huge, fucking raging heart on for Barbara Streisand. Have you seen Hello, Dolly before? That's Barbara Streisand? In the film. It's Carol Channing in the, uh, should be Carol Channing in the movie, but maybe she was too old. I don't know. But that's all for next week. Did you know that Barbara Streisand was in Meet the Parents with Ben Stella? She was not in Meet the Parents. Barbara Streisand wasn't. She was not in the film Meet the Parents. Who was in Meet the Parents? Robert De Niro, Ben Stiller. And who is Barbara Streisand again? She's not in the film. Am I thinking of Bette Midler? Barbara Streisand is not in the film Meet the Parents. Have you seen Yantel? She's in the film Meet the Fockers. She's in Yantel, though. She is in Yantel. And Yantel had parents, I think. That's true. But she's not in the film Meet the Parents. Have you seen Yantel? Nope. Well, then you don't know. No, no, no. I know. I, I, I just know that I've seen the film Meet the Parents. And you've been burned. She's Deal with it. it. We'll she's, see you next week. She's in, meet, she's in Meet the Fockers and then probably in Little Fockers, too.